1: Hey everyone, welcome to Pop Culture Confidential and the Emmy Awards prediction special ahead of the big night on September 12th, hosted by the one and only Kenan Thompson. And with me to predict again is the wonderful critic, author, awards expert, Thelma Adams. Hi, welcome. Hi, so
0: nice to see you just at this moment right
1: before all of the big festivals start this fall. It's just festivals and awards season and and um, and you're so nice you're talking to me on a Sunday so that we can get this in before we both start leaving. Thank you so much for that. I'm happy to
0: do it. And also there's so many good things to talk about. This is a this is a really good bunch.
1: For the listeners, we are going to be predicting the primetime Emmy. So the, if you want to follow along, it's the awards ballot that is on the site. So this is what's going to be on September 12th. So the technical categories and things we won't be doing, but uh, we'll be running through this. And we're going to be starting with writing, directing, and then working our way towards the actors and best shows and things like that. So let's just jump right in, Thelma. I wanted to start with writing. Writing for drama. Now, this is an interesting category. We have Jesse Armstrong for Succession, Dan Erickson for Severance, Wong Don Yook for Squid Game, Jonathan Lisko and Ashley Lyle, Bart Nickerson for Yellow Jackets, Ozark, Chris Mundy, and Thomas Schnauz for Better Call Saul. That is a, an impressive group of series and shows. What are you thinking? I'm thinking
0: here, Jesse Armstrong for Succession. That's, that's where I'm going.
1: Yes, I am too. I think that that they have 25 nominations. I think it's a really strong episode that they've submitted. Um, I'm thinking if anything is nipping its heels, it might be better call Saul just because it was such a tremendous last season and everyone was talking about it. But I'm also going for succession. I agree with you. So comedy, we have Hacks, Jane Becker for Ted Lasso, uh, Bill Hader and Alec Bird. For Barry, another Barry there. So there's two submissions. Um, Quinta Brunson for Abbott Elementary, Steve Martin, John Hoffman for Only Murders in the Building, Sarah Naftis for What We Do in the Shadows, and Stephanie Robinson for What We Do in the Shadows.
0: Well, I'll tell you, it makes me happy to see two episodes of What We Do in the Shadows because I remember like two or three years ago telling people this is going to be an Emmy contender and crickets. But I'm doing an odd bank shot here. I'm saying Steve Martin and John Hoffman for only murders in the building. Nice. This is a way to, to reward Steve Martin for the whole show and his part as a writer.
1: What do you think? The, the Emmys jury tends to sort of go for the sure thing. So I'm sort of debating whether I think Ted Lasso is going to sweep a whole bunch of things again, even though I think it's a great show. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to split up because I think Barry is going to get something somewhere else. I think Only Murders in the Building will get that, too. Um, So and I also think Hacks really deserves it. So I think this is hard. No, it is. The comedy
0: is really, really hard, not only because there are so many good shows, but because the good shows are varied in terms of the kind of subject matter and how they approach
1: them. I'm going to go a completely different route. I'm going to go Quinta Brunson, Abbott Elementary. I think they have won several other things. I also think that that's the show that so many people have talked about. came from nowhere. I think she's going to be a showrunner we're going to be seeing for a long time ahead. I think that's what I'm going with. Okay. So writing for limited series, also very interesting. There we have Impeachment, American Crime Story, The Dropout, Made, Station Eleven, Dope Sick, and The White Lotus.
0: Gosh, I am thinking of Mike White, The White Lotus kind of sweep in the limited series. That is that looks pretty clear to me, although I don't know. And the drop, well, the dropout. Is good. Some episodes are good. Some episodes are not. So this is, you know, could be a good one. Um, it, it's really tough. Danny Strong for Dopesick. Ah, it's really
1: tough. I think it's between Danny Strong and uh, Dopesick and Mike White, the White Lotus, everywhere in in the limited series. I think it's mm-hmm. those two are really, really strong. But I am going to go with Mike White, the White Lotus. I think that that was really talked about i think people yeah. in terms of succession and satire about the one percent i mean that's what's really been talked about
0: and that may be the theme of the year coming up when we, as we go into the fall and look at at the movies that are coming up exactly you know going back to parasite and going forward
1: exactly interesting and also the next season of white lotus which is coming in just a couple weeks so yeah. I'm, I'm going with mike white too writing for variety there we have The Black Lady Sketch Show, The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and Saturday Night Live. God, if
0: that one is really tough. I usually just pick the John Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go with John Oliver and the in-depth things he covers comedically, but that, that are like public service announcements.
1: I'm going with him, too. I think in terms of writing, you sort of feel that they have big, long, chunky monologues of very researched things. Um, I think so. And that are
0: truly, when they're not entirely frightening, they're truly funny.
1: Right, right. We can do directing for variety right away, then. It's almost many of the same. It's The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, Saturday Night Live, um, Last Week Tonight, The Black Lady Sketch Show, and Late Night with Seth Meyers.
0: Um, one thing that this shows is just all the high quality and variety that we have now. But, uh, you know, considering variety as comedy, not as people with their banjos, too. Uh, and in this case, in terms of directing, I'm going with Stephen Colbert. I feel like those shows, one thing you can say about John Oliver is just the whole show. It's a little static, which I like. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like Colbert, they have a whole... There's a lot of movement on the show. And there's that great band and there's how he talks to people and how the whole show just flows. And I like that. So I'm going to go with that.
1: I think I'm going to go with Don Roy King and Liz Patrick for Saturday Night Live. I know it's not the best seasons, according to a lot of people, uh-huh. but I think that they, in terms of directing, um, and isn't Don Roy King retiring?
0: Possibly, I don't know.
1: I think that's what I'm going to go with. Let's continue with directing. Talk about the names here for drama series. Jason Bateman for Ozark. Wandong Yook for Squid Game, Karen Kusama for Yellow Jackets, Mark right. Mylod for succession, Laureen Scafaria for succession, Ben Stiller for Severance, Kathy Yan for succession. I mean, this could basically be an Oscars directing
0: <laughs> group. Right. And I love Karen Kusuma. And she, you know, and she has been working for a long time in film and you know, struggling, pushing forward. And so it's lovely to see her on this list. I have to say, Jason, uh, Ozark, I don't think Jason Bateman is the best director. Maybe he has gotten better by now. Um, early episodes, I was not so into it. But I think part of that is just I have never been an Ozark person. And I am going to go with Squid Game.
1: Mm, interesting. I think that this is where they're going to give Ben Stiller and Severance the prize
0: okay I you know the second I said what my thing was I was like but Ben Stiller and Stiller, <laughs> like really came up you know people really like it Stiller's
1: a good director and he's done a lot of episodic TV as well as t- as uh, movies he's done amazing work as a director and I think we're gonna just keep seeing more and more of that Severance is really just so loved and talked about and maybe won't be getting any of the awards going forward as much. I think this may be the place where they give it to him. I don't think Squid Game is, that's probably a good number two. But I mean, considering the names here, <laughs> um, it, it could be, I would be happy with anyone.
0: Yeah, it really is a stellar group.
1: And so for limited series directing we have there again Danny Strong for Dope Sick, the dropout we have Station 11 John Wells for Made and again Mike White for the White Lotus I'm going
0: white white Mike you are. White mm-hmm. just because he has taken um so many strange turns both in the writing and directing here and and gotten into the conversation but what, I mean ah there are so many good like John Wells has been making Films for a thousand years and TV. Yeah.
1: <laughs> From West Wing These are and heavy on, Heavy right? hitters. Yeah, that's what's fun about doing predictions this year—sort of categories because they're heavy hitters in every single one. I mean, exactly behind. I'm going with Mike White too in this one. I think White Lotus impressed. It was a difficult, convoluted piece of ensemble acting that I think he really put together in in such an unusual way. So I'm going with that. And in terms of comedy, we have Hacks, two episodes of Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, The Ms. Pat Show, which I have to say I have seen nothing of, Barry and Atlanta. I think this is where Bill Hader gets it. This is where they prize him for an oh, incredibly good. dark series of-
0: That seems like a really good choice to me. I'm going with Sherry and Dobis for one of the Only Murders in the Building that show to me and i came to it late so maybe i missed the you know the conversation it was like oh i'll catch up on it and then it was true love yes (laughs) you know when i see see the three of them they're like if you think of the old movies like uh bob hope bing crosby and dorothy lamore like there's this energy that they have created between the three of them um I just, I, for me, can't stop, won't stop.
1: Also, how they have so well melded the generational things, all the jokes about the podcasting, you know, which yeah, all the jokes what is podcasting you know. And-, and also, I was listening to an interview with Steve Martin, and originally it was supposed to be three old guys, like, three you know curmudgeons in this building <laughs> and someone suggested well no let's take you know young. and first everyone was like oh, you know no one wants change and it it just works <laughs> miracles oh, God, because, I mean it would have been so boring with the three old curmudgeons and their relationship Steve Martin and, and Martin Short I mean they have this rapport going for decades that they just have to look at each other and you know and they seem to know where they're going right Right. They're a great, they're, you know, a, it's a, a
0: story of a great partnership and they've been traveling around doing shows together and then they got this TV show and you see the results of a great comedy partnership. And the great thing they did with Selena Gomez, the, the most snubbed person this season for not getting an award, Ugh. is that she's smart. She's incisive. She's like, come on, boys, get let's get mm-hmm. it together. And she does speak for her generation and the generational um, vision of human interaction. And I think that that's that's eye-opening. And it rings true to me.
1: After this discussion, I I might want to change my writing. This is so much in the writing. Anyway, good choice with director. We have one more here before we start getting into a bunch of actors, and that's best variety talk series. That's The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Jimmy Kimmel Live, last week tonight with John Oliver, last night with Seth Meyers, late night with Seth Meyers, excuse me, and The Late Show with Stephen Colbert.
0: The dudes, we have the dudes, the dudes, and I have to <laughs> say, in this case, I'm going with my favorite dude, just <laughs> <which is> John <laughs> Oliver, because <laughs> I think. Again, what he does on TV and Colbert the same way, I feel like Colbert has really upped his, not that he's upped his game, he was always good, but he's just continually on top of things. I just find it insanely entertaining, especially if you're of a progressive point of view.
1: I'm going with John Oliver, too. I think, um, and I completely agree about Colbert, I think Jimmy Kimmel Live has done some really interesting things and critiques this year also, uh-huh. but um, but uh, no, nah, I'm going with John Oliver. I still think that he sort of, sorry, virally, virally. <laughs> <also> pushes through. <laughs> All right, so let's get into Best Supporting Actress for Limited or Anthology Series or Movie. A lot of these are for the same series. This year, we have Connie Britton for White Lotus, Jennifer Coolidge for White Lotus, Alexandra Daddario for White Lotus, <laughs> Deaver for Dopesick, Natasha Rothwell for White Lotus, Sydney Sweeney for White Lotus, and Merritt Wingham for Dopesick. That's just two series, six different actors.
0: <laughs> Crazy, but it okay. It reflects the idea that there are better roles for women period and on TV
1: especially and in these limited series so it's also a bit lazy to not spread the love to a, a couple more series that you what? can see I out think here. it's like oh is it going to back you know backfire because they have four or five actresses
0: for White Lotus four or mm. five. Well I'm 100% sure of Okay
1: Jennifer Coolidge? Yes Jennifer Coolidge. Everyone wants to hear that speech <laughs>
0: that's true <laughs> and she's really put her years in it she's amazing.
1: amazing she's the only one going to season two right yeah.
0: although i have become a huge appreciator of kathleen deaver
1: oh caitlin yes she, caitlin she's Dever number so two she, she's number two on mine too she's incredible in that and i mean so she's young really, and yeah.
0: the, the role she does she you know she has a range
1: so, certainly yeah that's a good second but what what are you are you going with her? No, I'm going with Coolidge. Good. Gosh. <laughs> and in this one, I'm 100% sure too. And that's supporting actor in the same category, limited or anthology series. That's Murray Bartlett for White Lotus, Jake Lacey for White Lotus, Will Poulter for Dopesick, Seth Rogen for Pam and Tommy, Peter Sarsgaard for Dope Sick, Michael Stolberg for Dopesick, and Steve Zahn for White Lotus. Here we have Pam and Tommy, but otherwise, right. too.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm going to go for Murray. Yeah, me too. What a crew. And, and you know, Michael Stolberg is, mm, is fabulous in Dope Sick. Dope Sick is a really good series.
1: It's great. It was really good and really effective and got people talking. And um, But uh, yeah, I'm going still with Murray Bartlett. I think for me, he's the heart of that show. Right. So then how can you leave him out? All right. And and all just one more thing about that, that character, Mary Bartlett's character, it's also funny, but it's really I mean, he gets very vulnerable in a few of those episodes in he goes from, you know, really high to really low and um, does it so well. It's his to lose. All right. Supporting actress comedy. Alex Bornstein, Marvelous Miss Mazel, Hannah Einbinder for Hacks, Janelle James for Abbott Elementary, Kate McKinnon, Saturday Night Live, Sarah Niles, Ted Lasso, Cheryl Lee Ralph for Abbott Elementary, Juno Temple, Ted Lasso, and Hannah Waddingham for Ted Lasso.
0: I am going with Hannah from Hacks. Oh, yay. I love her. I love her.
1: I think, yeah. you
0: know, I love her. It's, it, it's, it's hard because we kind of see things that have ebbed, like I love Alex Bornstein in the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. But that this it's year it just, it's kind of over. Um, Abbott Elementary's on the rise. I can't think of anybody better than Kate McKinnon on Saturday Night Live, period.
1: And she's not coming back. And she's
0: not coming back, but uh and you know, everybody in Ted Lasso is good. In fact, I love Juno Temple and Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. I am wondering. If last year was Ted Lasso's year and this year, it just, it won't. It's been so long since we've seen this season. Although the people who were voting go back and see them again and they go to parties that, you know, prop them up. So who knows?
1: Either there's less Ted Lasso or they just do all Ted Lasso again. I was very happy for Ted Lasso to get so many things last year um, yeah exactly I it was is too. great but I'm fine with it with spreading the love this year but I think Hannah Waddingham has a big chance she's fantastic and Hannah Einbinder is what I would most prefer I just wonder if she's a little new and young for this already and
0: you've watched them in unforgettable adventures love affairs and tragedies Now it's time to hear their own remarkable stories From the makers of Death of a Rockstar And Death of a Sports Star This is Death of a Film Star Starring Heath Ledger Marilyn Monroe Chadwick Boseman Robin Williams Carrie Fisher And Bruce Lee Search for Death of a Film Star in your podcast app You've seen them tell stories. Now it's time to tell theirs.
1: But what also could be in play um, is Cheryl Lee Ralph for Abbott Elementary. I know she's gotten a few Critics Awards, but I think actually I'm going to go with Hannah Waddingham even though my heart is with Ironbinder. <laughs> so what are we doing next? Next, we're doing supporting actors drama. Patricia Arquette, Severance. Julia Garner, Ozark. Hoyon, Squid Game. Christina Ritchie, Yellow Jackets. Rhea Seahorn, Better Call Saul. J. Smith Cameron, Succession. Sarah Snook, Succession. Sydney Sweeney, Euphoria. Sydney Sweeney nominated again, so she's both nominated for White Lotus and for Euphoria. Another amazing group.
0: So, in some senses, this just feels like your my own bias on things. Um, At first, I was like Sarah Snook, Succession, because I think she deserves it. She's so fantastic. Um, But I am going to go with Julia Garner for Ozark. She because she really deserves it. She's really
1: good people have finally discovered Rhea Seahorn this last Mm. this last season of Better Call Saul and finally everyone's talking about how incredible she is and she has you don't think that everyone's been talking about that just so recently to sort of give it to her for
0: very possible there's a lot of um, Better Call Saul love this season
1: wow this is a hard one because I can also see Sarah Snook Definitely getting this, and not to mention Jay Smith Cameron for that. But you know, the last episode of Succession with the siblings I mean, come on.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know.
1: Crazy. But the, I think I'm actually going to go with Rhea Seahorn.
0: You have to put, you know, sometimes you just go, I think it's this. yeah
1: And in this case, with the Emmys, I think
0: more than with the Oscars, I have picked, I have kind of moved towards what I like. That usually does not work with Oscars you know but in this case i've been a little more biased personally biased
1: i have a wonderful friend who's always voted with her heart at the oscars for the past 20 years of our oscar pool she's lost every every time. single one yeah mm-hmm. so which is you know that's just the way it goes but um, let's move on to supporting actor comedy Anthony Carrigan for Barry, Brett Goldstein, Ted Lasso, Tahib Jimo for Ted Lasso, Nick Mohammed for Ted Lasso, Tony Shaloub for the marvelous Miss Maisel, Tyler James Williams for Abbott Elementary, Henry Winkler for Barry, and Bowen and Yang for Saturday Night Live.
0: Okay, here's the thing: the funny, I think the funniest bit in all of this past year is Bowen Yang as the iceberg that stopped the Titanic. I mean, that to me, brilliant. just out there brilliant and everything he every line he said during it was perfect um that said it doesn't seem to me like the saturday night live actors or comics are breaking out in this and i think brett goldstein given that he's also behind you know writing and and that character is such a slow burn you know he keeps so much in. That's where I'm going. I'm going
1: Brett. Yeah, I'm going Brett too. So drama supporting actor. Nicholas Braun, succession. Billy Crudup for The Morning Show. Kieran Culkin, succession. Parkei Su for Squid Game. Matthew McFadden for succession. John Torturo, severance. Christopher Walken, severance. Oh Young Su for Squid Game. I mean, talk How? about these names. How?
0: Yeah. How do you, you know... I'm just Kieran Culkin's succession. I mean, that character and his portrayal of it, it just magnetizes the whole show. Every scene that he's in kind of as good as the, the whole show is, he just has a high electricity to him.
1: I, I First of all, can you believe that we have Turturro and Walken <laughs> against each other in an Emmys race? I know. I'm going with Kieran Culkin too. And again, for this incredible season of pure... But they put him through with the dick pics and the lies and the just emotional turmoil that right. he did. He does it so well. I think it's it's his turn. I have to say, Oo Young Soo in Squid Game. Amazing. He was amazing. And, and I was at the FYC in Los Angeles for Squid Game. And they were there and they gave interviews. And, and you could just tell the respect that he's had for all these years of acting. And I think he actually won... Was it the Golden Globe or something just recently for this this role? It could be someone that people are talking about in a way to you know give Squid Game something here too, which is the biggest show of all of these right. if we're thinking in terms of viewership. But I'm going to put down Kieran Culkin. Okay. So lead actress in limited or anthology series or movie, Toni Collette for The Staircase, Julia Gardner for Inventing Anna, Lily James for Pam and Tommy, Sarah Paulson in Impeachment, Margaret Qualley in Maid, and Amanda Seyfried in The Dropout. So what do you think? Well, I have. I think Amanda Seyfried in The Dropout. I think so many people talked about that voice change and and just that whole role in general. Mm-hmm. I personally think that Margaret Qualley was amazing in Maid. Th- I thought that was just incredible, but I'm not sure I see Maid in a lot of other places yeah. here, so I don't know if that will be lost in the shuffle. I think this is difficult. Julia Gardner is back again here. I do, I do think if she does win, it will be for Ozark. Right, I think so. So I'm going with Seyfried. How about you?
0: That's, yeah, exactly. I'm going with Seyfried. And I thought she was fantastic in the dropout. I think one of the things that, that that overall, one overall thought here is that we still don't know in limited series, should something be six episodes? Should they be eight episodes? Should they be ten episodes? So something like the dropout, which are so good in certain episodes, mm-hmm. there's, a, you know, not all of them hit. um So I think we're still developing what works best in each format.
1: Right. Okay, so actor, same category, limited or anthology series. We have Colin Firth for The Staircase, Andrew Garfield under the banner of heaven, Oscar Isaacs from Scenes from a Marriage, Michael Keaton, Dopesick, Hymish Patel, Station Eleven, Sebastian Stan, Pam and Tommy. God, rock stars. They're all good. Hymish Patel in Station Eleven was oh my heart be still i mean the amounts of times i cried around his character in that series i know i'm going with keaton here
0: yeah me too
1: i think that he that's also where and will get some more love i think he really brought it out here i mean so did oscar isaac so did everyone but um, i just think he has the momentum
0: yeah um and also he has a pretty big arc who he is at the beginning and what he thinks is right and wrong gets completely challenged and he changes so I think that's a that gives the character more interest.
1: Lead actress comedy Rachel Brushman for The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Quinta Brunson for Abbott Elementary, Kaylee Cuoco for The Flight Attendant, Elle Fanning in The Great, Issa Ray in Insecure, and Jean Smart in Hacks. I'm pretty sure about this one. Jean Smart. Hacks. Yeah, yeah. It'd be wonderful if both she and Hannah Einbinder won, but I am definitely think Jean Smart. Yeah, I think game, that I mean.
0: she's the favorite. And what a bravura performance. I And we do feel like Marvelous Mrs. Maisel's kind of past. I don't know. Yeah. So I just also want to say for people who have not seen this Hulu show, The Great, yet, not only is it a great, great series, but Elle Fanning, and Nicholas Marcus. are fantastic. They and they really do the um, colorblind casting right, and the the writing is so sprightly. So I think one thing
1: I would say for those who haven't explored this show, go and check it out. She's amazing in it. Um, it's funny that it doesn't really break through as much as it should. I'm not sure why that is, and part of that may
0: be that it's a show that takes a couple of episodes before you mm-hmm. really get what's going on and get the comedy, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know if that's it or if the fact that it's, listen, and this would go with only, <laughs> only murders in the building. They're both Hulu. So you know, when I talk to my friends who aren't in the business and I go, you know, you've got to watch only murders in the building. And they're like, well, I don't have Hulu. <laughs> you know. Whereas people in the industry who are looking actually do, ha- do see them all.
1: That's what's happening in in, in streaming. That's maybe why th- shows on cable like Yellowstone and things like that have the massive audience still. Right. All right. Let's do lead actor comedy. Donald Glover for Atlanta. Bill Hader for Barry. Nicholas Holt in The Great. Steve Martin, Only Murders in the Building. Martin Short, Only Murders in the Building. And Jason Sudeikis. Ted Lasso.
0: Okay. So I had Jason Sudeikis until like this week. And then here's another one where I made the mistake of going with my heart and I'm putting Martin Short number one. I think people who like the show would probably put Steve Martin Mm -hmm. first. I think Martin Short has, I've been writing about this this week because I'm writing about a new show with um, Steve Carell called The Patient. I've been thinking about how Steve Carell likes, he's a comic actor, but he likes to do the real serious I think Martin Short is one of the most successful comic actors who within a minute can go from funny to serious to vulnerable to tragic to funny. <laughs> you
1: know, it's- He's my number one. Here, actually also I think he he's a frustrating character I mean Steve Martin in Only Murders is more of what you're supposed to feel is more likable and feel sorry for him I mean Martin Short with his the stuff he's you know been through with his son and things like that he's a bit more frustrating he's annoying I think he's annoying he that character he's supposed to be yeah and I can't believe I'm gonna say this but because I absolutely love Jason Sudeikis and Ted Lasso but I feel that they've gotten their dues so a long time now and he's won so many prizes for this I have the feeling that he's going to win it's sort of a lazy pick to go with Ted Lasso again but I think it probably will be but I'm hoping for Martin Short yeah Yeah. and I
0: feel like this is the case where I'm going for Martin Short because I really think in this category he's just the best but that doesn't mean he's going to win
1: no, no. And I think Bill Hader's in an incredible season, but it's just so dark. It's it's certainly, it doesn't feel like comedy. Yeah. If they're looking for comedy, I don't know if that this is the season for that. All right, but let's get into drama. Actress, Jodie Comer, Killing Eve, Laura Linney, Ozark, Melanie Linsky, Yellow Jackets, Sandra O, oh, Killing Eve, Reese Witherspoon, The Morning Show, and Zendaya for Euphoria. Isn't Killing Eve sort of like The Marvelous Miss Maisel? It just feels sort of out.
0: Yeah, it just, yes, period, in the same way. It just feels like, and I love the show. I don't think the most recent season was the strongest. And also it's always come against the idea that if you put Jodie Comer and Sandra Oh up against each other, they'll cancel each other out.
1: I'm very sure on this one. Okay, what do you think? Melanie Linsky, Yellow Jackets. This is where Yellow Jackets will get this prize with very, very closely followed by Zendaya who had an incredible bravura performance this season. But I still think Melanie Linsky is the talk of the town.
0: I think so too. And yet, and yet I'm going for Zendaya. You are, okay. I'm like, you
1: know, she a lot, she's gotten a lot accomplished in a few short years out of high school oh my god (laughs) and she has some episodes here which are you know some actors aren't doing until they're 50 (laughs) really gut-wrenching performance
0: she really throws herself all the way in and she's backed by a producer writer director um sam levinson who really lets her go really supports her
1: I, oh my God. I'm just going to stick with Melanie, but but I hear what you're saying. You know. We'll see.
0: <laughs> there's a lot of people in all of these things.
1: So, and lead actor drama, Jason Bateman, Ozark, Brian Cox, Succession, Lee Young-jae for Squid Game, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, Adam Scott, Severance, and Jeremy Strong, Succession. Rock stars.
0: So, and you just had Brian Cox on your show.
1: An hour of really personal talk. It was amazing. Yeah, amazing. Um, and I'm gonna
0: say that Br- this is a tough one. Brian Cox succession. That's where I'm going. Yeah,
1: it's. His- I mean, it's always like, is it Brian Cox or is it Jeremy Strong? I'm going with Odin Kirk. I think they're saying goodbye. Yeah, well, that's a. Mm-hmm. Tell me for Better Call Saul for this trim. I mean, a whole lot of people are saying Better Call Saul is even better. Than breaking bad. I mean, the way this group of people developed this and he just talking about someone who comes from comedy to drama and can take it to every right. level. Odin Kirk just did an amazing job. And if everyone was just talking about this. So in the industry, I think um, they'll say they'll give this to Odin Kirk for a big, big, big very, thank you. Very convincing. But I mean, Brian Cox deserves a big, big thank you too. But he's on it again. I mean, they're filming the next season and if they if they sort of think that way that we'll give it to him next year. Funny
0: because that show Succession has become kind of the gold standard against which you in real life you look at the Murdochs you look at the Trump family and issues of succession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you sort of go, wow, they're telling, you know, you read the news and you're like, wait, I saw that on succession.
1: I was just talking about that. And, and on a TV thing I just did that, Forbes magazine said that Succession is the best show about power in the Trump era or was during the Trump era when it started. I mean, also, I think we could both be wrong on several categories because Succession is the one that has 25 nominations. It could just completely sweep either, you know. People think that that the twenty-five nominations sort of was the gift, or that is actually what everyone's voting for at the end. So you know, Sarah Snook could take it. Come up in this. You come up
0: in this category again with with two people from the same show. It dilutes. Yeah. Ultimately, dilutes the um, the winner.
1: All right. So we have TV movie. We're getting close here. We have Chippendale, Rescue Rangers, Roy Donovan <laughs> the Movie, Reno 911, The Hunt for QAnon, The Survivor and Zoe's Extraordinary Christmas. I am lost on this one.
0: <laughs> I am lost on this one. Boy. I, I guess, you know, Roy Donovan fans, they brought back, you know, uh, I'm going to say um, Roy Donovan.
1: Yeah, I, I'll say that too. I don't know. I know lots of people talked about Chippendale Rescue Rangers because I guess it was the gold SNL group um, of writers that did that. And there was a lot of uh-huh. humor for both adults and kids. And that was kind of beloved. So maybe Chippendale, but I have to say, I really don't know. <laughs> I couldn't say with any sort yeah. of... So limited or anthology series... Dope Sick, The Dropout, Inventing Anna, Pam and Tommy, and White Lotus. Well, we've kind of already hit this one, which is the White Lotus, I think. I think it's between White Lotus and Dope Sick, but I'm going with White Lotus, too. It was such a, just knocked everyone's socks off. Comedy Series, Abbott Elementary, Barry, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Hacks, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, and What We Do in the Shadows. What a group. What a group.
0: Nothing makes me happier. Um, and what we do in the shadows, when when I describe it, I say, this is my sense of humor. You know, if you if, what can I say? Like everything makes me laugh. And it's also, but it's also it's my sense of humor. It's not the wide spectrum. So this is like a fan show. Like if you love what we do in the shadows, you're absolutely crazy for it. And if you're like, huh? So, I, we as we said, Ted Lasso could still win, but it seemed over. Here we have, I think, the ones that seem live on this. Gosh, there's so many. But Abbott Elementary and Barry and Hacks, and I am just going to do Only Murders in the Building.
1: I, I have to tell you, I've never been more unsure as both best comedy and best drama in a year. I think it's... it's- they could go in so many it could go Ted Lasso, which is great, but but just sort of a bit lazy because it's already won everything everywhere. Only Murders right. in the Building was the talk of the town, and people really love it. And it is such a great unusual show, a premise we haven't seen. Hacks, I mean, please great Abbott Elementary, just funny and unusual, and with Quinto Brunson, I think, you I a scene? yeah, and Barry, which dares to go. To the dark depths of darkness, and and a show like what we do in the shadows, which is just a fan favorite, I think it's so hard. Are you going out on a limb here? I Think it's gonna be Ted Lasso. Yeah, that's yeah, I I can see that. But it wouldn't surprise me if if you know there's a lot of love in that room for someone like Steve Martin and and Martin Short. You know, maybe okay. And the same for drama. There we have Better Call Saul, which did the most amazing series finale ever i mean talk about just making tv as we see it euphoria um ozark severance which just wasn't came down like a bomb. Squid Game, the biggest show around. Stranger Things, um, Succession with this last season of just, just incredible and the Shakespearean taking it even to another level. And Yellowjack. it's also just this amazing series that have everyone yeah. talking and is so unusual. I mean, this is an incredible group. I think Succession, it did have 25 nominations. It did have the most incredible season. I'm a huge Succession fan, so- could be better call Saul but I think that that's where the actors will get their due so I think it's either that or it could be squid game
0: I'm going with succession and then but you could say you know squid game is just as much on target for how we live now and everyone's seen it I do think this is a succession slam dunk
1: and it's well worth it well that was it (laughs) yeah is that that have we have we hit all the we hit everything. How do you feel? I mean, is it going to be a, a year of tremendous surprises? Or do you think it'll be?
0: Listen, I think more people are interested in the Emmys than the Oscars. More people have watched the shows and are engaged. And there's a variety of shows and a diversity of shows. And new actresses like Zendaya, and then old comedians like Steve Martin and Martin Short. There's just this range, you know, Brian Cox. And then there's so many different possibilities. And I think people are interested in this.
1: And incredible season finales and, and new things. And also what
0: you noted before, which is that people who have been in movies or worked in movies, someone like Mike White, have come to television
1: and been very dynamic. Danny Strong as well and with dope. Sick. And Karen Kusama, I mean, the Lauren Scafaria. What did we last see? She she did the Jennifer Lopez, the hustlers. Um the hustlers. just amazing caliber of writers and, right. and directors that, you know, even, even people who just sort of are slightly interested will know their names. Right,
0: exactly. And you know, again, this proves that that women writers and directors and showrunners are rising right within TV, um, and that someone like Karen Kusama has been making movies on the in you know struggling to make movies on the independent side and pulling them out and but you know one a year, but this is the case where she could step in and be a part of a team there's a lot of opportunity for new voices, but well, but then again, there's a huge mixing bowl coming, mm-hmm. you know, what's going to happen to HBO max oh and God. the new Warner brothers discovery. You know, this is a moment where we're still, we're still part of the wave of those first series that came in and streaming, you know, there was a couple of years ago, oh, well, they get Emmys and now they've taken over and then <laughs> there's going to be another big mix and then we'll see where we'll see where it goes.
1: The coming years may not they may not be able to take the same amount of risk on sort of more artsy peak TV, you know, less broad um, shows for a while. That's, it seems, the direction they're going. I think that they,
0: you know, every time a corporation buys a creative company, they dumb down the material. Mm-hmm. We you could know.
1: see that the effects of what's going on now with all these layoffs and things coming. But for now, it's a pretty good year. For now, it is a
0: fantastic <laughs> year. And
1: um, this is one of the few times we've
0: had differences yes. of, of things. Because often we're just like, yes, duh, duh, <laughs> duh, duh, the same one. what would make me happiest? Mm-hmm. In this whole crew I would love to see Martin yeah Short you want man.
1: some murders in the building is what you want <laughs> I want some love for murders in the building. That's I think
0: what I would love but listen if if a script or a direction of what we do in the shadows came through I'd be I'd be dancing at the same time less of a risk unfortunately <laughs> less of a risk yeah. of that. And I would be happy, you know, maybe my first choice doesn't come in, but if like Sarah Snook took her category, I'd be happy. Um, if Matthew McFadden knocked someone over, at you know, like there's a lot
1: of, and basically
0: if anyone's from Squid Game wins,
1: Great. I'm happy. And I mean, Matthew McFadden he was the big Shakespearean turn in that last face that he gives in the last yes. minutes there of, of, succession. So, I mean, everyone's waiting for what that character apparently has had up his sleeve. So it could be, could be. But Thelma, let's Ooh. leave it at that. It's very exciting. Thank you so much again. Um, and we'll talk very it's soon. A pleasure. And uh, thank you guys all for listening. This was pop culture confidential, a part of the evergreen podcast network subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much. Bye, Thelma.
0: Bye. You've got questions. We've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business.